everyone, and welcome back for all of you that were with me for part one of Creating Experiences. In the first episode, we talked about holidays, all of those planned holidays that are typically planned for you as far as the date that they take place. For those of you that missed that episode, go back and listen to that one first. We basically talked about the fact that even though the dates are decided ahead of time with federal and state and bank holidays, that how you celebrate them and exactly where and when and with who is really still all to you. Because we have weekends and time off, you really can plan to celebrate with different people or groups of people, either on the day of the holiday or before or after the actual date on your own time schedule that works for you. This week, we are going to talk about all of the other experiences that you might want to plan. And not all of you like to have a fully packed schedule of events. Some of you out there love a blank calendar. You love coming into a weekend that has no plans at all. You look at the blankness on those days in your calendar, and that feels like something you celebrate. Some of you might also celebrate a weekend with no plans, but then once you get in it, you feel a little bit lost or empty in that day, and you begin wishing that you had made some plans. You like the idea of a weekend that is not packed with anything to do. But then once you are experiencing it, you actually find that you like a bit more activity. And then there are those of you that just love to pack it all in and make lots of plans. Your weekends look like the itinerary of a planned tour on vacation. You make all of those decisions ahead of time so that when it gets to the weekend, there aren't a lot of decisions to make. You just follow your plan. And to others of you, that sounds like a weekend nightmare to each his own. That's the beauty of all of this. You can plan or not plan in the way that feels good to you as an individual. But let's talk about planning for the year ahead. As I mentioned last week, it is close to Thanksgiving for me right now. We just celebrated that last week. So I am heading into 2024, a brand new year very soon. So if I were to sit down and plan out my year as a whole, one thing that I would want to do after I plan out my holidays is to plan out all of the other events, vacations, time off, and celebrations. You may have a certain amount of paid time off that you want to use for vacations. You may have some events that are coming up for you this year that are already planned in there. Maybe you have a wedding or a business trip or birthdays that you want to celebrate. But the beauty is that after you include these ones that you already know about, the number of events and celebrations that you can put into your year is only limited by your amount of free time, amount of money that you want to spend, 
your creativity and desire in coming up with all of the wonderful things that you might want to do. But beyond your limits of free time and money and creativity and desire, you can make up things to celebrate every single day of the year. If your desire is high to have celebrations and you are willing to be creative or research ideas so that you can borrow other people's creativity, then you can make a year full of memorable moments. The amount of time and money that you would spend is so flexible for each separate event. You can create an event that is high on the time and money spectrum, such as going to Europe for a month and staying at an expensive resort, all the way down to a celebration that is as simple as making a special toast before your regular meal. The beauty lies in all of the millions of variations that lie in between those two extremes. What I would like to spend the meat and potatoes of this podcast on is really on opening up everyone's idea of how many different ideas there are out there and how many new ideas you can come up with. I want you to picture your year ahead as a blank slate, clean calendar that just starts out as empty. And then go ahead and fill in all of those things that are already planned. As long as you decide that you want them and you will keep them, just get rid of any things on there that you really just don't want to do. Okay, now is the fun part. For most of you, there is still a whole lot of blank space in there. If there isn't, then you want to think along the lines of fitting in smaller things. But first, let's fill in the bigger ones. It's always a good idea to start with some daydreaming. If you need help, then get out the computer and start Googling some ideas. You can start with your paid time off if you have some to use. If you are self-employed or retired, then just decide what you want to have for your vacation time. How many weeks? And then, what is your ideal amount to use at once? Consider the idea of using more than a week for an extended vacation, if that appeals to you. If it doesn't, then consider breaking your weeks down into smaller vacations so that you have more of them. Of course, if going on vacation for a week at a time is most appealing to you, then do that. I want you to ask yourself these questions. Who else is going to help to decide the details of these vacations? If you are married or partnered up, how do those decisions work? What parts of the vacation do you get to plan? It's important to have a plan for how you are going to plan. Start by daydreaming all of the wishes if you could have anything that you want. Pick out the things 
that are your shared vision and then choose who will plan what. Make sure that each person who is going on the trip is responsible for planning something. If you are a family traveling together, it's important to have your children or extended family members plan something, even if it's as small as planning out one of the meals or activities. You want every person who is going on this trip to have some skin in the game. I have talked about this idea before, and it helps to have everyone involved to be accountable in some way. Make sure that all of your time and the budget for the trip is accounted for. You certainly don't have to have every single minute accounted for, but you want to do the same thing with your time and your money. Allow for some cushioning. Allow a buffer of time for travel, unaccounted holdups like traffic, getting lost, taking a little bit more time to get ready for the day than you plan. Plan a little bit more time than you need so that you don't get off schedule. You are going to do the same thing for the cost of a trip. Don't plan it out to the penny and then expect that this will be the exact cost once you go. You want to plan for a buffer there too. There will always be extra costs that you don't account for. Things might cost a little bit more than you plan for. And if you decide that this will happen ahead of time, then you won't end up having feelings about this on the trip because you planned ahead for this. You will free yourself up for more positive and enjoyable feelings of living in the moment on your vacation rather than engaging in some self-talk about the amount of money you are spending that you didn't plan on when that taxi ride was an extra $30 that you hadn't anticipated. I am going to move past vacations onto events and celebrations, but I am going to be honest. I am really curious right now with where you are at with your vacations. If you happen to be listening to this and you're stopping and planning in between, then theoretically you will have just planned your vacations for the year. And I am sitting here wishing that I could know all of those plans. I am so curious with what everyone will end up with. So if you are listening to this and you do plan out some vacations after hearing this, I want you to send me a message and tell me what you planned. Okay, so after your vacations are put into your calendar, all of them, let's talk about events. I want you to try to anticipate the ones that are going to come up that aren't in your calendar yet. Do you know ahead of time those birthdays that are going to be celebrated by going out to dinner? Then go ahead and put them in your calendar. I know that you probably won't know the exact dates yet, but you know that they are going to happen and you know that they will take up one evening in your year. So go ahead and make your best guess and put that date in. Then when the time comes up, you can just shift your plan to the correct date. But you will have already accounted for that amount of time in your year. 
It won't be a last minute addition that might feel like it is cutting into your free time. You will have planned for it already. So psychologically, it's going to feel better. Do the same thing with anything that you know is coming. Baby showers, graduations, anything that you will be invited to. By your best guess. Now comes the fun part. You should still have some blank space left over in that calendar. Some evenings, weekends that are not filled up completely. Even if you work a couple of jobs, you should be able to find some small pockets of time that are yours to decide what you will do. In those blank spaces, what are the events that you would like to add? Now, this is where you can get creative. What things might be fun or different to plan? You can search for ideas online or just exercise your own creativity. What people do you like to spend time with? Are there people in your life that you wish you could spend more time with? Do you enjoy big gatherings so that you can have more fun and conversation? Do you prefer small get-togethers, such as couples dates with friends? Or would you prefer to get out there and meet new people? Is there a sport or hobby that you would love to learn or start doing? You can even decide that you would like to begin planning something that you engage in completely alone. If you are around people all of the time, this might be what sounds like a little bit of heaven to you. The biggest takeaway from all of this, I hope, is that the sky is the limit and you get to decide how many years have we gone through and let everyone else do a lot of the deciding for us. Maybe we make one New Year's resolution of something that we want to try and do more of in the new year. And then we plan out the basic vacations that we want to go on. And then the events kind of take care of themselves and we just go to whatever it is that comes up. What I want you to get from this podcast is that a little daydreaming and planning can completely change your feeling about the year coming up from the idea of just another year, another day, another dollar, to coming up on a new year that you are truly super excited for. You get to decide whatever new events that you want to come up with. And we are going to put them into two categories. Those that are one-time events and those that are regular, consistent events. I want you to put them all into the calendar. Even if you don't have all of the details yet, just get the planned amount of time into that calendar to account for it. I want to mention one more thing, and then I can give you a few ideas. I want to mention that growing up, it isn't always the one-time, crazy, silly things that we spend our time doing that we remember. Those are certainly fun and memorable, but often it's the really consistent things that we remember. The things that our family did over and over again that become so meaningful. How you spend every Sunday. 
the beach days that you did regularly in the summer, the little routines that happened every week or every month that are the things that stick in your mind. Maybe the meal that you had every Saturday night. So plan for those memorable parties, but also really spend some time thinking about what consistent routines you would like to plan in your week that would make your week special. Now, I am going to wrap this up with a couple of ideas. Friend gatherings that celebrate a different culture and type of food each month include costumes, an outdoor movie party, a dip party where everyone brings a different kind of dip and you vote on the best, an adult slumber party, a weekly walking date with a friend, a monthly hike or a day at the spa. Look for adult classes or meetup groups and learn a new sport or hobby. Find a friend that likes to do something that you like to do, but your partner does not. Take that burden off of your partner or your spouse to do that thing with you and make a regular date to do it with your friend. Make a weekly date to work on a new side business to make some extra money. Pick a person that you would like to spend more time with and make a regular coffee date or look at a national special days calendar and pick out some silly ones to celebrate. Put National Ice Cream Day on your calendar and decide how you will celebrate it. Or pick a regular day of the week and always do some kind of food that you like. Or decide to invite someone new to dinner each week on that day. If you have kids or kids that you like to spend time with, bring them into some of your special little celebrations and plan them and document them with pictures. Just make it a habit to celebrate your life regularly. But it's a new practice if you don't already do that now. And then, of course, celebrate milestones when you hit them as they come up. Commemorate it when you pay off a credit card or you get a raise. Make your life memorable and enjoy it. Have a great week planning out your next year. Love you, my friends. Bye.